With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Chief, I'm rolling. Okay. So uh, talk to me. Wh- where did you find out that uh, you'd got the nomination? Um, I had a rally um, over on the west side. Um, it was a victory, victory party, actually, um, because things looked very strong for us winning the primary. And... Um, it turned out to be a good one. So I, I found out that night. Um, we took a, a big lead right off the bat. And um, that's when I found out. It was on election night. What do these numbers tell you about what people want? Well, it's pretty clear. You know, I mean, I, I won by a, a large margin among my, you know, other competitors on the Republican side. By the way, 36 people were running for governor, by the way, so that spread out the votes a long ways. But the message of, of individual freedom and liberty, you know, and getting our government back within the confines of the Constitution and the rule of law uh, resonated with people all across the state. You know, I was told when I first started running that I didn't stand a chance. I'm from a small town in eastern Washington, um, and the West Side's not going to support you. King County runs this state, but I've gotten a lot of support from the West Side. Most of the donations to my campaign are coming from Everett down to Olympia, you know, and the average donation is 60 to $70 per person, and we've raised over a million dollars, far more um, donations than any other candidate. And so my message is resonating with people all across this state. Obviously, we have a lot of work to do. Jay Inslee has a lot of support from the is a liberal base, but even a lot of them are waking up to the fact that, you know, Jay Inslee's acting like a dictator and not governing people that are free Americans. You know, he's picking and choosing who's going to win and who's going to lose when it comes to opening businesses or closing businesses. You know, if you owned a, a gun store or a church or a mom and pop cafe or a barber shop, you had to close, according to Jay Inslee, but it, if you had an abortion clinic or a pop store or a big box store, you could stay open. And that doesn't make sense to people who think about it, you know, because the virus doesn't know which buildings it can go into and which it can't. And so he's caused a lot of people to lose their life savings, to lose their jobs, to lose their businesses, you know, and, and that can't happen. That's not the role of the governor. The role of the governor is to run the executive branch of our state government. Not every aspect of our lives and our businesses and our families. You know, I, I ran my own business for over 20 years out of Olympia. And I know that this is not a business friendly state. It's not a family friendly state, but it will be once I'm governor. And I believe that I can beat Jay Inslee. Uh, he's very vulnerable. And so that's what I'm going to go about doing. Um, here, here locally, uh, we've got a couple districts who kind of bucked the, the the recommendations from the governor's office and the state health department, uh, and are are allowing kids to come back to school uh, into the classrooms. Um, and it's kind of it's being called kind of a hybrid model. There's some in class learning and some uh, online learning. Uh, I wonder what your take is on on that. Well, it's kind of funny that. 
that he would put out recommendations for public schools, that he put out mandates and orders for private businesses. You know, that doesn't make any sense just on the surface. But as far as returning individual freedom and liberty to the citizens of Washington State, that's going to happen when I'm governor. You know, this is a virus that has killed less than 1% of the population. Right? It's not the first virus that we've had. It's not going to be the last virus that we've had. When I'm governor and another virus comes around, I'll have press conferences with medical professionals to explain to the citizens what's going on, what we should do to protect ourselves, what might happen if we don't follow the medical advice. And then, you know, as governor, make sure the supply chain is as open as possible for the equipment that's needed. And then let free individual citizens decide what's best for themselves, their family, and their business. Because that's how you govern free people. We're, we're free Americans, right? The government needs to abide by the Constitution and the rule of law. That's what public servants take an oath of office to do, right? Uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of Washington. And if you look at the particulars in our state constitution... Article 1, Section 1 says that the power is inherent in the people and government is there to protect citizens' rights. And then Article 1, Section 7 says that no citizen shall be disturbed in their private affairs. Right now we have a governor who is releasing thousands of hardened criminals out of our state penitentiaries, many of whom have reoffended, and two have committed murder. That falls right on the feet of Jay Inslee. And he wants to go on TV and complain about me having a rally where I didn't require people to wear a mask. I mean, I'll have that debate about public safety and the health of Washington citizens any day with Jay Inslee. He's going to turn out thousands of prisoners onto the streets that reoffend and kill people. And he's going to go on TV and talk about me not requiring a mask at a rally. You know, that, that's not how you govern free people. You don't turn criminals back out on the streets and then restrict free citizens' rights. If a business wants to require masks to be worn when someone goes into their business, that's between them and their customers. If a business doesn't want to require masks, that too is between the the business and their customers. That's called freedom. Individual freedom of liberty is what I'm all about. And I will abide by the Constitution and my oath of office when I'm governor and return freedom and liberty to the citizens where it belongs. What about the argument that um, if you leave it up to the people uh, to make their their own safety decisions and they make uh, poor safety decisions, you can't unring that bell? Um, Jay Inslee clamped down because he had to, because he was doing what was best for the safety of every Washington citizen. Well, that's what Jay Inslee says is the reason he did it. But you can't restrict, you can't make everyone safe by restricting their rights, right? In World War II, a Democrat president took 120,000 Japanese Americans out of their businesses and out of their homes and put them in internment camps for our safety, right? Because there was a war. That was turned on his head and they were awarded millions of dollars for violating their rights. We cannot always be safe, you know, and people, people who want to argue, well, I don't trust my Washington, my fellow citizens to make the right decision and keep me safe. Well, 
freedom is not all about safety. If you want to be safe, then you could go be locked up in a, in a prison cell and, and you would be safe, right? And we drive on state highways all the time and trust our fellow citizens to keep us safe. Because the only thing between oncoming traffic and us going 60 miles an hour down the, the highway is a five-inch piece of yellow paint. So this argument that we don't trust our fellow citizens to do the right thing, uh, it doesn't really hold water. You know, if we really wanted to keep people safe and not cause, not have deaths, then we would ban cars. Because there's 50,000 people a year that die from car wrecks. And we've had, what, 1,400, 1,600 people die from this virus, but we're locking down almost 8 million people and requiring them to do certain things according to what Jay Inslee says. This is the same governor, you know, who's saying that he cares about our health. But in February, he signed a bill into law that lowered the penalty for intentionally infecting someone with HIV. And now he says he wants to care about our health. His actions don't don't match. The governor is put into office to run the executive branch of the state government. Not every aspect of our lives, not every aspect of our businesses. So if there are any restrictions that are left on when I take my oath of office as governor in January, they will be lifted immediately by executive order. That was going to be my next question. If you do win uh, and you are sworn in, you will you will effectively undo what, what Governor Inslee has put into place right now and leave it up to the people. Absolutely. I'm not anti-mask. I know people have died from this virus. That's horrible. Any death is horrible. But you can't lock down, you can't mandate to about 8 million people because of 1,500 deaths. That's not how you govern free people. What's the next step for you, Chief? Uh, the next step is to uh, do a lot of media interviews, which I've been doing, <laughs> hmm. uh, and probably will continue into next week. And then we're going to um, start going back on the road and spread my message uh, about returning individual freedom and liberty back to the state and getting our state government back under control. You know, because it's out of control right now. You know, it, it's very much out of control. Before James they took office, the state budget was about $30 billion every year the state was spending. And it's almost doubled since Jansley's been in office. You know, the state is spending about $1 billion per week, every week, all year long. You know, and they're talking about, well, we have this budget shortfall now because of COVID. Well, we don't have a revenue problem with this state. We have a spending problem. And we're going to get that under control. And every person that I appoint as a department head is going to say have the same uh, viewpoint on government that I do and that is the government is a servant of we the people it's not our master the governor needs to run the executive branch of the state government and leave people to decide for themselves how they want to run their business to shut down you know mom and pop cafes and barber shops but leave big box stores open doesn't make any sense to anybody and that's not the role of our governor we should be free to choose what we want to do in our own businesses, and then that's between us and our customers. Who's uh, who's running things in Republic while you're uh, while you're campaigning? The county sheriff is. Okay, how are things going there? Uh, they're going great. Republic's a, a great little town. Okay. Well, sir, I thank you so much for your time. I, I know you're a very busy man. Before you were, now you're even busier. I imagine so. 
Yes, sir, but I enjoy it. You know, this state's worth fighting for, and I'm going to fight for the citizens like nobody you've ever seen. All right. I appreciate it, Luke. Yeah, thank you very much, sir. Take care. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.